Welcome to episode 12 of the Kiwi Wedding Podcast. I'm excited to have Rowena on the podcast today. She is a friend and actually past flatmate of mine and I had the honour of photographing her wedding as well. Um, Rowena and Dave got married at Kumu Valley Estate in Auckland. Their wedding was a mix of using a venue that is quite set up and certain vendors that they wanted to prioritize and then doing other elements DIY on the day. Rowena's a very creative person and so that really shone through in their wedding. Um, she talks about how she was pregnant on her wedding day and what that looked like in terms of planning and just being in those early stages. We also chat about not necessarily following tradition and some things that maybe you should rethink about why we even do them on wedding days. I'm excited for you to hear this one. Rowena's got some great advice and ideas. So enjoy episode 12 with Rowena. Oh, hi Rowena, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me Lydia. I was your wedding photographer so it's always nice to have had a bit of a behind the scenes from the day but yeah it's been a couple of years now so it'll be nice to reminisce about all of it. So to just start off with if you can tell me a bit about you and your husband, how you guys met and yeah your life together. Cool, so uh, my husband is Dave and I'm Rowena. Uh, we are one of the um, successful Bumble stories, um, <laughs> I guess it's um, becoming more popular um, that there are more and more successful ones, uh, as it just seems that that's how everyone's moving now. And this was September 2019, so we're coming up four years ago um, to when we met. Um, our first date, we went out um, to a bar in Ponsonby. I had, a, I had a rule of no dinner on the first date, um, and this was broken within the first five minutes of meeting Dave, just because we were so instantly, um, yeah, we felt so instantly connected and uh, comfortable around each other. So after five minutes, I was like, okay, where should we go for dinner? And then, yeah, it was pretty much all on from there. It's a good sign, I think, if you want to go for dinner straight away, you know, it's not just a quick drink and dash. <laughs> yeah. And so you guys dated for a while and then, yeah, can you tell us a bit about your proposal story? Yeah, so um, Dave actually carried a ring around for a couple of months without me actually um, knowing that. So he had a few attempts uh, to propose or there were a few occasions where he wanted to propose and it just didn't quite work out. So backtracking a little bit. So we, yeah, we met in September of 2019 and then the... Um, Five months later, we I moved in with him for the March uh, 2020 lockdown. Otherwise, we wouldn't have seen each other for a few weeks. Uh, so, yeah, living together for five weeks over the first lockdown was a really good practice to, um, I guess, our future and whether or not we could um, make it work and live together. So, uh, forward a couple of months, we were chatting about engagement and our future together. And, um, yeah, I, I just suggested we could go look at rings just for fun. Uh, so we yeah went in and I, I tried on a few rings and uh, chose a few that I liked and then just left it at that. Um, I'm pretty sure he bought the ring the next day, but he was kind of alluding to the fact he's like, oh yeah, I still need to go and get that and trying to put me off. But um, yeah, I was kind of I kind of knew that he did. He's a, quite a uh, practical, efficient person, so I think he would have just done it the next day. Um, so yeah, he had a few attempts a proposal but they didn't quite work out so 
um, yeah, one of the first ones, so this is about a year after us dating, that was when we were on our way to do the Pinnacles hike down in the Coromandel and we were just out of Auckland and then his car caught fire. So we, um, yeah, we could see smoke coming out the front, so we had to pull over and get picked up. So yeah, that was an absolute no-go. So um, second attempt, he, uh, we were down in Rotorua uh, at the lake, on the lake staying at my dad's house. So I suggested we go for a kayak the next morning and he thought perfect, like super romantic, just the two of us on the lake um, in the kayak. And then the next morning, my nephew, who was six at the time, he insisted that he wanted to come. So um, yeah, that was another ruined, ruined attempt. And then the third time was for our one year anniversary, we were down in Wellington and went out to a beautiful restaurant and walked around the waterfront. And I just thought this is, you know, like this is picture perfect and the most ideal situation but um yeah he just that time he just didn't feel right about it for some reason and um so it wasn't the right time or the right moment but um I'm glad that he didn't take these three failed attempts um as a sign not to go ahead with it <laughs> uh so we planned another trip down to Thames to do the hike again up the pinnacles it's the first time doing it together so his parents were living in Thames at the time and then we stayed with them and he um I was upstairs getting ready and then he tells his parents and then his mum starts crying and like that he was about to do it. Um, yeah, so we off we trot up the up the mountain and then he was so cool, calm and collected. I, like you just, you could not see it coming and then towards the top he did start acting a little bit weird. Like, um, you know, as you are with climbing a mountain, your fingers get a bit fat and chubby and I was like oh look how fat my fingers are and he's like oh don't worry your fingers will be fine when we get to the top and he's, he's kind of com commenting on my fingers and then um he also like he hates photos he hates attention on him and then he suggested we go to a little peak and get a photo I'm like okay that is so that's out of character for him but it seems pretty normal so I was like okay what's going on and then yeah so then before I know it he's just in front of me kind of talking about how, you know, all the lovely things and how he wants to spend his life with me. And I don't even think I'd let him finish his speech. And I was just like, yes! <laughs> so I don't know what he was about to say, but <laughs> I said yes and didn't let him actually ask the question. Yeah, so we left, um, went down the mountain, big um, smile on my face, and yeah, left, left that hike as an engaged couple, which was pretty cute. Best hike ever. <laughs> yeah, it actually was. You got there in the end. That's so cute. Yeah, got there in the end. <laughs> Did you always like imagine what your wedding would be like? Did you have a vision in mind and yeah, style that you wanted to do? And what were the first kind of steps with wedding planning and choosing your venue? Uh, so yeah, I have always been a massive fan of weddings, and um, I love love, and I'm quite a, rom a hopeless romantic, and yeah, I kind of always dreamed about it, but it just you know, only your dreaming and your planning only goes so far when you haven't actually met the person who you're going to marry yet. So, you know, like it, they, were, they were just just ideas at this point. But um, we were engaged for uh, six months. So we got engaged in October and then got married in April the following year. So, yeah, I guess in some people's minds that's quite a quick engagement. But for me, it was just the perfect amount of time. Just uh, it was plenty of time to plan a wedding I it made me be a lot more um decisive and Dave's a very decisive person but he he was like yep whatever you want to do the, all the decisions were up to me but I kind of wanted some input from him so it, 
helped just to be really decisive where I feel like if I had a three-year engagement I would have just changed my mind so many times so the kind of vibe because it being April and being autumn um, yeah autumnal earthy rustic so I kind of went for a mix of rustic romantic um, mismatched that carried through into the bridesmaids dresses and then mismatched things on um, tables with um, different size vases and yeah different table decor just mismatch but cohesive so all all the color palette went through so lots of oranges peach rust moss green pinks creams and then um yeah most of the details fell within this color palette and then i chose uh, i did have a cup a look at a couple of venues and then went with cumu valley estate which i know you've got some um you've spent a bit of time there but the, yeah, it's absolutely perfect for a rustic wedding because it's a barn and yeah, it just fit fit my theme, I guess, really well. Um, so as soon as I went in there, fell in love with the place. And Annette is incredible from Kimu Valley Estate. Yeah, very helpful. And I loved having her as, she, she was kind of in the end a bit of the, she kind of, yeah, helped to plan the day, on the day. Yeah, a bit of a coordinator role. Yeah, she was the yeah she was the venue coordinator, and that kind of just came with the package, which was awesome. Such a cool venue and perfect for like an autumn wedding, I think. Really cool vibe and yeah, kind of like cozy but beautiful outdoor space as well. So yeah, that was really nice. So what were kind of your most important elements when it came to the day? Like your top priorities in terms of. Yeah, vendors, details, all of that. So I thought about what would be the most memorable and what will stick with me years after our wedding. And the things were the photos. So thank you, Lydia, for making my <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs> um, and then also the food was big for us because we are big foodies and we enjoy, yeah, I think food is quite memorable. And then also the entertainment. So we went with a band called Jacuzzi Casanovas and... Yeah, they were so epic. Such a good a good time. They just bring the party. Yeah, they're about an eight-piece band. Sorry if I've got that wrong. Um, but they do covers. And they're just so much fun. Kind of funk. And they're just having a live band at a wedding. That is something that's really memorable to me. And it's something that people are still talking about now, a few years on. They're just like, yeah, that was the best party. That was such a cool band. Um, so, yeah, that food, photos entertainment and yeah just making it a good time for everyone great foods was an, an awesome party so you did that well oh thank you <laughs> so can you tell me a bit about your wedding outfits on the day your dress and um yeah the bridesmaids as well if you want but yeah what that whole process looked like finding a dress and yeah kind of short engagement yeah um so I actually chose my wedding dress and I bought my wedding dress before we got engaged <laughs> <laughs> pretty naughty uh but I found it in a sample sale and I just could not resist so it was a John Zimmerman um dress I saw an ad come up I think on social media and then just had a look through and of course my mind was kind of in that realm even though we were engaged I was like okay this might you know like it was, it was something we were thinking about so I found um I kind of knew what silhouette looked good on me and I know what shape looks good. So I did a prior research, a bit of prior research into the brand, John Zimmerman, and then he's uh, local to Auckland. So I went into the shop and the first dress I tried on, I was like, yeah, this is it. And um, yeah, ended up buying it, I think, that day. 
um, in sample. And then, oh no, I did actually let my let Dave know as well. I was like, hey, I found the dress. And he's like, yes. And then, soon. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of, you know, it was all, it was all about, we knew it was going to happen very soon. So, um, yeah, and because he was on board, I was, if it, that had scared him away, then <laughs> with the wedding dress didn't, wouldn't have scared a man off. <laughs> the dress that I chose, it had, I'm a massive fan of textures and patterns, so my dress had sequins and feathers. Um, and I don't know if you can get any more textured than that, but it was a beautiful laced sequin detail that was just so me. And um, Dave's a Barker's man, so he wore a floral shirt which matched the autumnal vibe and he uh, an oat coloured linen blazer and then my bridesmaids all had mismatched dresses that were in the colour palette of like moss green and orange and peach cream yeah so I think all together when it all came together it just I was so stoked with how cohesive it all was yeah so I think um having mismatch might freak some people out but that's kind of it's it's definitely my style and you were pregnant on your wedding day if you're happy to talk about that did that affect the like fittings or you're quite early on still but yeah yeah absolutely so um leading up to so like around January when we were planning the wedding so with the wedding being in in March I think I was my fittest I'd ever been and I was yeah going hard at the gym and I just wanted to feel really good and I was just in a really good routine of um, exercise and eating and I just wanted to I knew that a wedding was my time to, it was just a good goal to work towards to um, get really in shape and feel really good. So I was, I think, probably at my peak of just, yeah, fitness. And then, uh, yeah, early February, I um, that we found out we were pregnant. Yeah, I was just thinking, oh my God, I was just calculating. It's like, okay, I'll be 15 weeks pregnant at the wedding. <laughs> and I thought, oh yeah, okay, so the dress, we've already got the dress and it's, it's already tight. So um John, the designer, he did an incredible job at um, making my dress still fit me. And he kind of just brought it out where I I started growing in my hips and chest and um, in my ribs. And he just did an incredible job at making my dress look seamless. And you couldn't tell that he'd taken parts out of this part and put it in here to make it fit me again. And he was a magician on the year leading up to the day. So who was in your bridal party and how did that process go, choosing them? So it was pretty easy to choose my bridal party. So I've got two sisters and it was just, yeah, a no-brainer to have them as we are pretty close. And then two of my best friends, Hannah and Bex. So Hannah I flattered with and um, we travelled the world together and have just, yeah, some incredible memories together and then Bex is my child or yeah high school high school bestie yeah so it was pretty pretty easy to choose my bridesmaids and I didn't actually have a maid of honor but instead I gave each of my bridesmaids a special thing to do on the day so my one sister was the um witness so she she signed at the ceremony and then another um bridesmaid did a speech and then another yeah they all had a, a special role on the day rather than just one maid of honor and then Dave chose his best friends and his brother as well yeah I didn't realize you'd done the special roles for everyone so I love that instead of um a maid of honor just everyone equal that's cool so what about the guest list did you find that hard narrowing it down and um yeah how many guests did you have yeah I thought it would be quite stressful but um a way to work around it was that we had 
a bigger ceremony. So we had about 125 people at the ceremony. Um, then, yeah, lucky it was just that it was an outdoor outdoor space that they could all fit. And then uh, for more a more intimate moment at the reception, we had about 80 or 90, I can't, maybe yeah, somewhere between 80 and 90. So that was a great way to get around some, it doesn't even have to be an awkward conversation. People are so understanding and people understand how expensive a wedding can be. And I think people are more honoured to be invited rather than an expectation that they're invited. So um, yeah, maybe I think people get quite hung up on the awkwardness around choosing your guest list. But yeah, it, yeah, it could be, but just be honest with people. And yeah, if they're your like family and good friends they'll understand like yeah weddings are expensive and people get it yeah so can you tell us about your big day how did it go down and yeah do you have any like highlights or favorite moments from the day I thought it would go really fast and that's just what people say that it just flies by and then by the end of the day you just um you've forgotten what had happened but for me it was the opposite and I was able to I I was surprised. I remember speaking with someone out at a reception. I was like, I have enjoyed every moment of this day. And I just, it was going really slow for me. And I was just able to relax because we'd done all the hard, we'd done all the hard work leading up to it. So the actual day was just, we were able to just be in the moment, be excited together um, when we're getting ready in the morning with the bridesmaids. Uh, I think it did help that I um, wasn't able to drink much. If not, I might've just gone a bit overboard in the excitement of it all. I might've drunk too much and then it might have, you know, it might have not been able to remember anything. So <laughs> it was kind of a blessing in that way, being pregnant, so that, so that I could enjoy every moment. Um, yeah, but it was just, the whole thing was super fun. I think being, um, being in, getting ready in the morning with my bridesmaids and then my dad comes. I'm a big sucker for daddy-daughter moments. And yeah, when dad came in, my one thing was to make him cry and yeah, got him. <laughs> so he cried for my two sisters' weddings and I was like, yeah, cool. Um going to make him cry and then yeah I think just seeing your dad emotional is just something quite special as well so then when he gets emotional then the rest of the room got emotional yeah just little moments like that were so special really special you have plenty of those moments on the day and such a cool celebration and yeah I love those little like emotional special moments so good yeah actually I did um yeah how I was feeling I was I was so calm in the morning as well and then it wasn't until we're in the car going to the venue, we got combis, so um, that was also quite fun. So the, the girls rode in the combis to the venue, and then it wasn't until that moment I was actually like, you know, heart rate was starting to go up, and the, it was starting to rain at the venue that we could see a few kilometres away, and I was like, no, nah, it's going to be all good. And then, you know, I was just wishing for the best, and then those those nerves are ramping up, and then driving into the venue, nerves are ramping up, and then getting out and just seeing everyone there out on the grass yeah I think I just I had to catch my breath and then when I got to you know you do the the procession song comes on comes to your turn to walk out and then I get to the end where I'm about to walk through down the aisle you know past everyone and I think just so much pent-up energy I just had to let out woo, (laughs) and that just broke the ice and then from that everyone just laughed and then everyone could kind of just relax after that moment and then I see Dave at the end, and then he's got a tissue wiping away a tear, so um, bringing back all the feels. So good, <laughs> just break the ice. Yeah. And yeah, I remember Dave being super emotional, got some cool photos of that. <laughs> yeah. What did you find hardest with the wedding planning process? And yeah, is there anything that you would do 
differently or yeah you look back on and regret yeah no regrets as such but I think the hardest was just being being early days pregnant um first trimester and all the things that come along with that nausea nausea and um your heightened sense of smell and I just remember um I had collected I'd foraged all the uh plant of like leaves and flowers and things myself and I was just letting them dry in our spare room and the smell of dried flowers it just permeated the house and it just made me feel so ill because yeah heightened sense of smell anyway and it just put me off the whole excitement of the wedding for just for a few weeks and um yeah just feeling pretty gross um being in first trimester but yeah the smell thing and I was just like oh get those flowers away from me didn't want anything to do with them so I was actually just really happy to just get them out of my face after the wedding <laughs> yeah I didn't really find anything else that hard I really enjoyed the the planning stage and you're such creative yourself so I think that really came through on the day like all those thought out details and yeah just the colors and the flowers and yeah all came together so well so if you're happy to talk about if you had a budget and how much you ended up spending even like a ballpark figure we spent 35000 which is about what we budgeted. Um, so the things that I prioritised, um, well, sorry, I prioritised the non-negotiables. So those for me were the venue, um, the food, the photos, and the entertainment. And then I did all the smaller details myself. Um, I guess smaller details are different to different people, but um, the things like the the stationery was a, was a smaller detail for me. So I did a lot of that myself. I was really lucky to have access to the laser cutter at my school, which I worked at, so I could do all the signage in uh, the table, yeah, table decorations and things myself. Um, with the flowers, I decorated, sorry, I collected and foraged leaves, plants, flowers, and op shop vases so that I could do all my own table decor. And I also did the men's buttonholes and the bridesmaids bouquets um, but then I got my own bouquet made and it was actually quite cool I've got it up on my mantelpiece at the moment so I can look at it every day because my bridesmaid as a gift um, got it uh, dried and framed for me so I've still got yeah elements of my wedding that will last forever which is really cool so um, anyone who is thinking that flowers aren't that important that they just die and um you know, and that it's just a, a big expense, then you could do something like drying them and, and getting them framed. Yeah, the invites, I did a paperless post. So just to save money on postage and um, paper, it was it was free. And then I used Illustrator and Canva to create the artwork for them and then just emailed them out to everybody. So there's definitely ways that you can save on money. Yeah, the venue was a fixed cost. So that was kind of, you could kind of work around that and then that would also dictate the the numbers yeah because you're paying food per head that's so great you're very clever with all your DIY bits and yeah like I said a creative person so yeah I think everyone has a little bit of creativity and if you can just think about um different areas to save and spend in then that can work out really well and yeah I love that idea of getting your flowers like preserved I've seen a few businesses popping up that yeah you can get them pressed in a frame or like set in resin even I've seen which is really cool so I often see people um using their decor from their wedding in their 
home it like becomes kind of their interior style and yeah especially if you're like moving into a new home and you're getting married and that's quite cool just memories from the day in your home so lasts a bit longer than just one day it's really special what people are doing that um you know that there's people that can do that for you other and you're supporting other small businesses as well cool so did you guys go on honeymoon straight away and what did planning that look like yes we went down to the south island for five days um we went to the queen charlotte um then did a bit of the queen charlotte track walk and farewell spit and um, Avery Tasman yeah just since Dave and I had met we hadn't been overseas or anything because we met only months before um before the world lockdown so uh yeah just staying local was pretty special to us as well local is in the South Island <laughs> still still staying within New Zealand I just I had yeah felt like I just wanted to fit it within the school holidays being a teacher so we got married in the school holidays and then also spent the second week away down for our honeymoon yeah and just stayed in some cute, yeah cute little places that had um, like little huts and we're not really like really bougie people so <laughs> we're just really happy with really um, just quite simple and we stayed in a container and it had a outdoor bath converted into a spa pool yeah just rustic it sounds so good nice and relaxing after yeah big exciting day and just being out in nature that sounds perfect so were there any helpful websites, um, apps, resources, anything like that that helps you during the wedding planning process? Yeah, I don't think I realised how much I enjoyed a Google sheet. <laughs> I love a love a spreadsheet. And then Pinterest, of course, and Canva for the artwork that I did. Yeah, pretty, pretty simple. I can't remember what website I used. Oh, no, I didn't actually use a website to do the paperless posts. I just literally just sent people emails myself, and then I could write a personalised note um to a few people if I wanted to yeah it kind of took a bit more time but it just made it a bit more personal nice that's definitely the most common ones I keep hearing again and again like excel spreadsheets or google (laughs) and pinterest so yeah yeah, you don't need a lot it's just yeah the key helpful things for all yeah planning and inspiration there was a maybe it was called the curator um oh yeah and it was just a like a checklist. Um, pretty much everything I used was the free version of stuff. So <laughs> it was the free version of Curator. So you could put in your wedding date, and then it just it was a countdown to the day, and then what you need to do in the six months leading up, three months to yeah. So it was, that was quite helpful, I guess, just to get your mind around the checklist and things that needed to be done. Then you could assign different jobs to different people. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, the Curator nz I think it was called. Cool, that's a good one. Link that for people to check out. Super helpful to have a bit of a list because there's so much, so many little things to think about leading up to the day. And do you have any advice that you would give to couples that are planning their wedding at the moment? Um, yeah. So something that I found myself thinking about when planning for mine was questioning the traditional things that are done during weddings like why why do you do certain things is it are you doing things because it's important to you or is that just something that is done in weddings so for example I thought why do bridesmaids all have to be matching and so I had all my girls in mismatched dresses but that just so that they could also feel comfortable on the day so they, they were my special people but I didn't want to put them all in matching dresses that they felt so uncomfortable and didn't feel like it was them at all so they got to choose their own color and I can't I gave them the color palette (laughs) and then yeah they could choose whatever style they wanted to 
And then another thing I questioned was um, why bridesmaids wear bouquets, hold bouquets down the aisle. And then I just thought, oh, probably because their hand, they don't, wouldn't know what to do with their hands otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah, still still continued with that. But another one was bri- having the bridal party stand next to the bride and groom during the ceremony um, was another tradition where I just thought, why do you do that? So instead we had our, um, our bridal party sit down so they could actually watch us and enjoy the ceremony as well. So they still walked, my girls walked in the aisle and the, the guy, Dave's groomsmen were also standing there as we all walked in. And then, yeah, once we joined together at the front, then everyone sat down and watched us and see see our facial features and see us cry. <laughs> That's so good. I feel like a lot of people just never question that stuff. And, like, you normally haven't been married before when you're getting married or you might not have been to a lot of weddings. And so you just think, oh, that's what we have to do. But, um. Yeah, some of them are really dated traditions and you can actually do whatever you want. Yeah, we also didn't have a cake and we didn't do a first dance. Um, I think the first dance would have been Dave's, Dave's absolute worst nightmare. So, yeah, instead we just got everyone on the dance floor and just had a really good dance to the band. So good. Um, yeah, great advice and something for people to think about for sure. So you've been married a little while now, a couple of years, and you've got two little girls now. So life is busy and full. But yeah, did you feel like you got post-wedding blues at all after the day? Um, and yeah, what's married life like now? No, I don't think I I don't ha- didn't have time to get post-wedding blues because <laughs> the last two years have been really full on. We've um, yeah, we've got two babies under two, so it's definitely been a blur and had a, a few other life, big life events happen in the last two years as well. Um, so it all just happened in such a short time. But married life feels really natural and like it was always meant to be. And we have a great system going to ensure that our little family unit functions. And um, when Dave and I met, yeah, everything progressed quite fast, but we didn't really have time, so since being married, we didn't really have time to, um, as just the two of us, before our first daughter was born, so she was born only six months after the wedding, um, but we both did extensive travel and lived quite exciting lives before we met each other, so yeah, now we're just in that next chapter where everything we do together will also involve two little girls as well. Being married for a little while, do you have any marriage advice that you would want to pass on? Communication. I think that's probably the number one thing and lots of people say it, but it's so true. Just don't go to bed angry. <laughs> Just yeah, communicate the night before. And I feel like Dave and I are really strong in that in that way that we can um if there are any little niggles or if we annoy each other, then we just we deal with it straight away. And that is so important because otherwise it just festers and it gets worse. Awesome. That's great advice. Amazing. Thanks, Rowena, for coming on the pod. So lovely. Thanks for having me, Lydia. Cheers.